Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Damon. And I'm Dietrich. What's up, y'all? <laughs> How you doing, folks? Um, it's the end of 2023. I mean, it's it's been a year for sure. And uh, we're doing something a little bit different. You know, sometimes we have these wild card episodes where we just pick some random tracks. Sometimes we do like a holiday one where we, you know, we do some festive songs. We decided, you know, it's the end of the year. Let's do a, a year end of 2023. Uh, the only requirements we had was it had to be a song that was either released in 2023 or the artist toured that had an actual concert tour in 2023. So uh, that's the only requirements we gave us. Um, and I'll go ahead and start with mine. Uh, so I picked an artist uh, that uh, I've done before on the podcast uh, this track actually came out in october 2023 it admitted i wasn't the best at listening to new music this year uh, i promise that's my new year's resolution to do better to listen to new music um but uh yeah i i heard this track and the minute i heard it i was like i liked it because it was a throwback to classic 50s track uh it was a duet uh and it was pretty good so the song i picked was uh hands on me and it's by Megan Trainer and uh, Jason Derillo. And so it's a just like a, a throwback to like a a fifty song, like I said. And you know, um, the music video is super interesting. It's interesting because it's not uh, Jason Derillo singing to Megan the Trainer. Or not Megan, uh, yeah, Megan Trade. It's it's uh, there's another model in the music video, uh, but yeah, and it's uh, Jason does a lot of pratfalls in the music video, so it's it's interesting uh, the the concept. But yeah, it's just a good poppy classic '50s beat um, that uh, that I enjoyed. So, what did you guys think of uh, Hands on Me? I think. Uh... This is definitely like you can hear Megan Trainer, like her style, mm-hmm. but it is def- it's it's also a I don't know if you realize this, but it's, yeah, it's like a it's a remake of an older song, like you know the Stand by Me song. It's got that beat. Mm-hmm. They're using that beat, which I think it's it's like a mashup, right? Like that's they're trying to like mix it with a new sound, and it's a different song completely. But they're taking that. They didn't. They're not like stealing the song i'm sure they probably work something out how does that work do you know dietrich uh so as long as they get permission to use the uh syncopation of it um and yeah. primary notes then they're good to go which both artists are major within their own right so they have enough or their labels have enough and or their labels may actually own their particular track it depends on you know how those royalties actually work but uh for the most part it sounds like they got clearance in order to go through and do a remake, put a use it as a sample. But as long as they created everything else around it, um, yeah. then it was no issue. So they're they're good to go there. Yeah, definitely good sound. Like that really at the end too. That's where Megan Trainer's voice and sound comes out, and you can tell you can tell it's one of her songs. But it's you know it's it's not just her singing. Obviously, she's but she's she's shining on it for sure. I thought it was good. It was it was really poppy, kind of like not not that that's a bad thing, but you know, um, that's not always where I go with all styles. But yeah, I liked it. Uh, it was um, it makes made sense for something that you would pick too, Taj. I think that was good because it, it was like a good re- review of like the kind of stuff that you pick throughout the year. So right, yeah, yeah, definitely a good one, man. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a great one. It was a great pick, only because, uh, not only because, but mainly because, um, you know, Jason Derulo has his own cult following. Megan Trainer has her own cult following. So put those two together to put something on that's bubblegum pop, but yet still holds a little bit of edge to it by the way that they yeah. both sing and sound on it. Like they actually paired off well with each other. So just for that to be delivered in 2023. And, you know, still sticking true to the older sound, but, you know, trying to reference it a little bit fresher than what it originally was. I'm not mad at that. So, you know, this is definitely their take on it. And 
I'm glad they were able to release it. I hope it does pretty good on the charts. And you know, we'll see where music takes us in 2023 because this is definitely a damn interesting year for music. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, Jason Derulo. I didn't like. I know he's got a lot of popular stuff. I just don't really listen to a lot of his stuff other than what I might hear on the radio. I was almost like, who is this? <laughs> and you're probably like, what? But uh, yeah, that's um, yeah. Megan Trainer definitely stood out for sure to me. Yeah, he's one of those artists that is a pop artist. But if you're not in his lane, then you really don't know anything about him. But if you are in his lane, then you're yeah. one of those folks that just know everything because you see him come from the ground up. Um, he he's been always strictly pop. He has tried to cross over in certain genres, but it's always remained pop. That has always been his lane. So if you're not a big pop fan, you might not necessarily know a couple of his tracks. But if you are, you know this. You know what to do with the big fat butt. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Was that like playing at weddings or something? <laughs> playing everywhere, man. Okay. Everywhere. Yeah. It, it sounds a little bit familiar with the wiggle, wiggle, but uh, yeah. it could be something else I'm thinking of, too. I don't know. Yeah, and what you say, track, what you say, you know, that you want it that way, you know, this is, and he's yeah. always been famous <laughs> for doing those kind of like electro type pop tracks. Yeah. And he's always real famous for singing his own name as his tagline, Jason Derulo, and everybody goes crazy for it. So he's been, <laughs> oh uh, you know, yeah, he's been on The Voice, he's been on um, other different TV shows, he's got his, his social media is popping off the charts. Like he knows exactly what he's doing and how he's doing it. So, but he just hasn't crossed over to that A-list type situation. So, so who's more famous for singing their names, him or or uh, DJ Khaled? Because <laughs> DJ Khaled almost does. All the time Khaled. Khaled is 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 number one in promotion. Nobody <laughs> of this era can promote like DJ Khaled. He'll just come out with another one, another one. God. Another one. <laughs> he's all over the place. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's all over the place. So DJ Cal is number one in promotion, but Jason Derulo is not too far behind. <laughs> okay. And and I'm learning something new again. I don't I don't think I know who DJ Cal is, but uh, maybe I've heard. I, I, I obviously you, I must have heard something. You've heard he's, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Plus yeah. he was in uh in Pitch Perfect two. DJ Khaled is one of those characters that started off with Fat Joe and, and Terror Squad and, and, and being a part of the whole Miami sound when he was a DJ. He's come in with Pitbull. He's come in with, with different artists. He's the one that actually took the cross artist, cross um, label boundary and put everything on his particular album. So now you'll right. hear Justin Bieber with Future, with with Migos, with with all these different artists on his particular albums. And he he remakes songs, he remasters songs, and he is a global force by his own nature. He's even got his own Jordan line of shoes um, <laughs> by his own nature and by sneakerheads galore. His own Jordan actually, yes, they've actually okay. given him props for his own Jordan line of shoes because of the detail that's gone into the shoes. So he is definitely okay. respected for his promotional skills. So if anything else, just look up DJ Khaled and you'll hear another one. You'll hear another <laughs> right, one. Right. We be the best. Who? We be. Yeah, I ain't going to say the whole tag all, but yes, you'll get what I'm saying. DJ Khaled is saying. forced to be reckoned with in the promotional schemes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, damn, we got a lot out of that one. Uh, right. Learns, I, yeah, I like that when I learn about people that I eh, might have heard of and heard, but you know, don't remember yeah. them or. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. GI Joe. <laughs> yes, right. Probably the 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 most loved Christmas present wow. in the eighties, in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. Okay, well, thank you guys for that. So, uh, Damon, what did you have for us for? 2023 yeah so i um i i was going with an artist that uh she also she had a album come out and she was on tour um and this is uh an artist that i talked about before so it's nothing new to podcast coming from me uh but i'm a big fan of pink um definitely love her uh her new stuff 
and her old stuff just as much. So like, I think her sound has changed a little bit over the years, but, um, you know, okay. and she's, you no, know, she's a little bit older, but like, she's right. like my age, <laughs> you know, we're not that old, but, um, I, I, like I saw her in concert 20 years ago or over 20 years ago. And, um, and then I saw her, the trust fall tour, and it was just, it was amazing. Like the stunts that she was doing. And I think I might've mentioned this already in another episode, but she was like, uh, she was doing like aerial, um, acrobatics where she's on like wires and she's flying through this arena. So this, this was in trust fall tour. Uh, this was, um, this was in, where was San Antonio? Okay. San Antonio. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a big arena and the Alamo Dome. Um, yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, definitely, like I think I had a really good seat. I think that you know they got you got the pyrotechnics going. You've got uh, it was Brandy Carlisle and Group Love opened for her, which was like uh, really pretty awesome. Yeah, and um, I like Group Love. For sure. Yeah, Group Love was actually really good. They they were the first band to go on, and I think that um, yeah, seeing them in a big arena like that, like I don't know if they played a lot of big arenas, but uh, this is this is actually Trust Falls the album. It was a summer carnival tour of twenty three. So, so what uh, was the song on the album that you picked? Oh, okay. Well. Looking at everything on that album, you know how I always go with the first song. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it's the first song on the album. Trust Fall is what I picked. Oh, okay. For the for the album, self-titled Trust Fall. But okay. I, I just thought it had a really good sound. I've, I, I know it was on the radio a lot. And I know that it's kind of annoying. We've talked about that before uh, this past year, how there's, I think it was a couple episodes where we talked about things being overplayed or that might've even been in previous years, but you know, that's come up uh, in 2023 for sure. And uh, yeah, no, it's, even though it's, it's a hit, I think that it's a hit for a reason. I think that her voice carries so well. And uh, yeah, I love the song, love the album, but yeah. So she, so she fitting with her theme did a tour and an album. Oh, okay. Um, just so happens to, but I think I really wanted to talk more about her tour, right? Um, than anything, because I thought that was just amazing. And then Brandy Carlisle was awesome too. Uh, I mean, seeing everybody in the Alamo Dome, this huge place. You can't do acrobats like that in a place smaller than the Alamo Dome. I mean, that place must be like 500 feet high or something like that. I don't know. Crazy stuff indoor arena like that is is insane but yeah that was my pick my first pick okay you'll think so uh i, I really like the song I, I need to follow pink some more i mean really the the only album a uh, whole album of pink that i've heard is uh the truth about love uh and and that's a really, a really amazing album and that was like a couple of years back uh but it, I've enjoyed like all her hits and, and everything I heard. Um, but yeah, I really like this song. I watched the music video. Um, you know, it's really cool. It's, it's interesting because she's not the, she's kind of in the background there. Uh, and, and I don't know why, but I was kind of getting like kind of pink is kind of older in it. So she's kind of, Milfish kind of Sigourney Weaver-ish. But then I got to thinking on it. it the, the, I think I found a better analogy. I found a better analogy than Sigourney Weaver. Um, okay. I think she's more <laughs> like Tina Turner in The Truth About Love. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. as far as music video, like she's an older lady, but she's like, you know, <laughs> No? Okay, you're thinking of Pink like she's 65. That's not the case. Wait a minute, was Tina Turner 65 in The Truth About Love? I don't know, but Tina Turner was old as hell in her body language and how she acted and what was going on with it. So she didn't really pop off until she was older, older. She she was young when she was with Ike, and then when she went on her own, she was older. That type of vibe, that type of situation. Pink is not that 
yet. She's there, but she's not that yet. But I get where you're coming from. Okay. She, she's an older sexy, is what you're saying. Yes. She is somebody that is not quite the youngsters that are out here, but she's not old and decrepit either. She's in the middle. Yeah, not even. Yeah, like like so like a face uh, 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 the comedian said, I'm old enough to not give a fuck, but I still care. That's pink <laughs> in in a nutshell. Like right, right. that's that's what I would call him. I mean, yeah, Scurdy Weaver's awesome. You know, Aliens is great. And if you want to compare her to Scurdy Weaver and Aliens or maybe Tina Turner in like the Thunderdome or some shit, then yeah, because she's her her sexy self is flying around. Uh, you know, doing these like trapeze artist moves and shit. Like she's she's yeah. got a lot of energy and she looks great. Uh, I know she has a daughter. I think she she, she just has one kid, right? Uh, one so she has a couple, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I, I know she's a mom for sure. Yes, and uh, I want to say she had her daughter come up on stage. Um, I don't know exactly that who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was her daughter. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, she's gone through a divorce, remarried, or actually, I think they were separated, but she's, uh, with the same guy and now she, you know, she hands it to him. <laughs> she even sings a song about him. Um, I forgot exactly what song it was, but yeah, there's a song about him that's, um, about to break up and all that. And, uh, yeah, and he takes it, he takes it like a man. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't get with someone like pink and try to, Try to fuck that up and not expect if you want to stay with that, not expect to have a song written about you. <laughs> so, right. But she's gone through it. Man. Shout out to Carrie Hart. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Carrie Hart. Shout out to their two kids. Yes, they do have actually two kids. Um, together. Right, okay. There's a son and a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, so they they actually have that. They got the whole family set up. You know, he he got his claim to fame from X Games and 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 doing crazy stunts on a motorcycle and all types of crazy stuff. Um, she you know she definitely came with the music game. This is what I would say about Pink. Pink is one of the most, I would say, dominant artists of the past twenty years. I've followed Pink for a very long time. I remember when she first came out. La Reid put her out as a as a uh, R and B slash pop singer um her first single was there you go that's where everybody saw the pink hair and saw the attitude and, and her dancing and pop skills and r&b skills and, and she had a tone in her voice that made you want to listen to her and the whole nine she then went on to actually be you know turns to start doing her own music she she took control of her own career and it has since blown up essentially since then um she is our expeditionally so uh, or whatever you call that word, I can't think of right now. It says, oh, you know, blown up over a month of time. Y'all can figure that out for your own selves. I'm not going to say I'm smart. I just try to sound that way on TV. But <laughs> that's the point. The situation at hand is Pink has always been one of those individuals that has definitely defied the laws of, of nature. Um, she's gone her own way. She's gone against the grain of the industry. And you can hear it in her tone. You can hear it in her voice. She's gone through some shit. She even went through some shit as a youngster, but has always prevailed because of that. And this particular song, this particular album, this show, this, this tour, like she has definitely shown herself to be that, that climax of herself. Um, not to say that she's going to go anywhere, but, um, she definitely is, is in her own lane. When it comes to singing and it comes to the music that she's writing and the things that she's doing. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, there's not too many artists that can fuck with Pink. I'm, I'm just putting it out there right now. And anybody who does try to come up against her, that should be an A-list artist who has the type of chops and the type of music to back up what they're saying. Because if you can't do that, then you're pretty much setting yourself up for failure because she is a fighter. And at the end of the day, she is going to kick your ass in the bar and throw you over the bar and then throw a glass <laughs> on top of your head and then run out of there. But she's learned to run out of there before paparazzi can get a hold of her. But she's definitely a fighter. I give her 100% props and I give you 100% props for picking this song um, for her in 2023 because this is definitely her year of touring. 
And um, we've seen her, her progress over the years of being a, a hothead individual to somebody that now understands what it is to raise family and work and have a work-life balance. So cheers to, cheers to Peyton, Mike. Oh, yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, Dietrich, what was your uh, first pick for 2020? My first pick was Jason Derulo. No, <laughs> oh. oh, really? Oh. Yeah. No, my, my, my first okay. pick came from an uh, artist um, who's from Canada, um, who's been released within the last year. And she just released, you know, a compilation this year. Um, uh, EP uh, of sorts, and there's a couple of songs on there that are already going to be hits. Um, I chose to go a different route. Both of my artists are artists that um, have released in 2023 and are definitely taking over 2023 with their all respective lanes. Um, one's been out a little bit longer than the other, so I'm going to do the newest artist right now. And she's got a song out uh, that came out November 17th of 2023, and it's already hitting the charts. It's already blowing up there, and everybody's already talking about the video that got released for the particular album. Who I'm talking about is Tate McRae, uh, her song Exes. And it's funny because um, Tate McRae, Exes, uh, is a song on her leading EP that she released this year. And it's actually... Uh, a pretty good damn good song. The video was actually paying homage to Christina Aguilera in her Dirty video. Um, and this is this is her actually going out and doing her songs. And, and Tate has actually, you know, got the little booty shorts with her name going across the back or, or with, you know, the exes going across the back. And she's talking about her exes and, and her profoundness, you know, talking with individuals and those individuals get hooked on her and she's no longer interested in those individuals. So she's letting them know up front, they're going to be an ex. It's just a matter of time, which that is a bold statement within itself, but it's also a ballsy statement. I love that fact because you already know that this person is not the one for you. It's not going to be the one to set you down. You're the one who holds all the cards and you're the one that's marching through life and they just have to deal with it. And that analogy within itself is is typical of what's going on in 2023. Uh, at 2023. But it's also a, a, a homage to those who were strong within their, their, their movement and knows exactly what they want to do and what they want to deal with and what they're not willing to deal with. So if anybody is willing to be an edge, she's going to let you be that, um, you know, kind of crossway from Taylor Swift, who, you know, tells people about her exes or, you know, you got another one in, um, Oh, what was her name? Uh, I think we had covered her. Uh, I'm not even going to bring her up because it's not important at this point. All I'm going to say is Tate McRae looks fucking great in the shorts that she got on. <laughs> she looks great in the video that she kicked out. And she has got her social media up. It's popping. She's got millions of followers. Um, she's definitely on the rise of being one of those B to A-list artists um, that is going to come out and be around for a good while as long as she keeps her head off straight and a good team around her. But what do y'all think about Tate McRae and Exes? So it, it, I, what's funny is like I was channel surfing and uh, was on CMT for country music videos and this song came on and uh, I watched part of it. And then my wife walked in and I was, uh, rewound it. I was like, hey, you know, because I thought like the thematic themes of the song was like something I thought she would appreciate. And I'm, I'm showing it to her and she's like, no, you just want to see the video again. <laughs> it's like not that. I mean, yeah, not yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I thought it was a song you'd like, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> so. You're not wrong. Her ass is so nice. You got to show it to your wife, and she's gonna say, "Damn, that, right. that kind of situation." Like she can't deny yeah. it, so it's understood. Yeah. Well, it, and so the, the interesting thing was like it, uh, this kind of reminded me it like as a more aggressive X's and O's like it, cause X's and O's is kind of the, the same way. It's like, Hey, you're, you're going to become an X, but this is just more aggressive poppy, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not sure why it's country, but it's country <laughs> version uh, of that. Um, it, and it's interesting cause hearing you talk, uh, also remind me of, 
an audio clip I heard where it's like girls can be players too. I'm not sure what song that's from, but that's kind of that what is, this is. Yeah. yeah that's Corla Roy. Corla Roy. Shout out to her. Girls with players too. Yes, they yeah. are. And that's basically what this song is, right? She's just yep. saying, Hey, I'm a player. Like you, you can come get burned, but you're going to get burned. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's right. not a if, it's a win. Right. Exactly. So I think, yeah. yeah, I think that Tate McRae can do whatever she wants. <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, she's not going to let anybody tell her what to do. She looks, she looks hot as hell. I, I don't think those are shorts. I think she's wearing like bikini or some shit and what a cover I'm looking at. Um, yeah, that's a good way to end the, you know, end our uh, music selections of 2023 with uh, good looking people and good music, I guess. Um, right. Yeah, no, I, I, I guess I didn't, I don't really know a lot of her stuff uh, or any of her stuff, really, maybe. I don't know, because it sounds a lot like club music. So I'm, first of all, surprised that you heard it on the country music channel. Right. I just think that's so fucking bizarre. But uh, it makes sense. I mean, she, I guess she does, like, she's doing country, too. Is that what it is? Well, she does a bunch of things, but it's mostly pop, but they just recognize that. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're here on country music station. We just got to recognize some ass. This is eeny meeny miny mo. Here we go. Take the gray. What's blue jeans, right? So you know, it, blue jeans makes it country. So as so long like as the best ass yeah. countdown or some shit, because <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that would be. Hey, I don't know about y'all, but I'm telling you right now. Country music in 2023 has come out with some of the best asses I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Literally. There's I can go down the there. list of how many hotties have come out within the country music scene <laughs> and all their, it's nothing but bottoms. They got them from their mama and they are exploiting the shit out of it. And I love it. <laughs> and this, if this is your first episode listening to us, we're not all about asses, but... <laughs> But we just had to do a mention <laughs> for for uh, Tate because she's you know she works out you can tell so uh, and good for her and I think her music's good it's it's definitely chill music it's not something I'm gonna be like I gotta go get Tate McRae's album I'm not gonna be running to the you know to Pandora I was gonna say record store but yeah it's it's 2023 <laughs> right so um, yeah I liked it. So, you liked it? Okay, that's. I like. I liked it. And I liked. You know, I like the cover art. Pretty good. Well, oh, cool beans. Cool beans. Yeah. Shout out, Amy Wilson. I'm just gonna put cool. that out there. She's she <laughs> one of the best, best out there with the best asses in the world. I swear. If I ever chair, had a chance to sit next to her, that's all I'm gonna be looking at. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, back to the music. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I, I love her music too. I love her music, but that ass. Good Lord. Okay. Sorry, I'm, done. Like a, I'm done. What's your New Year's resolution? <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by <laughs> this podcast are not necessarily the views and opinions expressed by the whole podcast in general. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Okay, cool. All right. Right. Good. So, okay. Well, um, then if nothing else, we're going to go move on to round two. Um, so I picked another um, a song that happened to be picked, done by a duo, uh, another one. Uh, this one also came out in October of uh, 2023, but the artist herself actually was touring before that. She actually toured and did uh, Coachella in 2023. Um, and it just, it, I heard the song, it for me, I mean, the one artist like is really, really different. It seemed like a different way of beat of hers, but like the song just really stood out. Um, and so the song I picked was uh, in the city and it's, um, and I'm going to get this wrong. Cause it's by, uh, shoot, I have it here. It's Charlie XCX and then uh, Sam Smith, right? In the city, in the dark, in the city, in the dark, in the city, in the dark, 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 in the city, in the dark. I think I have that right. Yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam. <laughs> yeah sorry. That's who you picked. That is who you picked. And that I think there's a thing yeah. going on here. And, this, and it's this is a pretty hot as hell album cover too. Just saying. Just saying. I, okay. I got you. 
yeah, but the song itself is really chill vibe. Um, yeah. it, and I kind of feel like the, the stuff I know from Charlie XCX is more like hip hop poppy. Uh, but this was more just like techno chill pop. Like, it, and I really enjoyed it. So like, it, it's a really cool beat. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it, it stood out. And like I said, I, I didn't do a lot of new music in, in 2023, but I heard this one and it's like, I liked it a lot. So. Well, I think they're both really good artists. Charlie XEX and Sam Smith are both really good and they have a lot of stuff that came out uh, recently. And for a 2023 artist, I think that was a great pick. Um, I definitely, uh, you know, like I said, the album covers, uh, it's even more risky than, uh, Tate McRae. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's chilling her, her and her, uh, see-through top. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the album cover is, uh, I guess that's Charlie with like basically her tits out. <laughs> um, and that's, I think what she's, she known for that, like kind of dressing sexy and, I mean, she, it's it's like club music in a lot of ways, right? I'm, the whole answer is yes. That's what she's yeah. known for. Yes. Okay. And so. got it. You flaunt it. You know. I mean, that's that's nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, I think it was a good pick, and it's like it kind of like is a good like depiction of like the vibe for 2023 and like current music, maybe in the last few years or after COVID. A lot of artists are touring. They're getting themselves out there they're almost like exposing themselves in lots of ways and uh not afraid to say you know i'm a woman i could do what i want without having to have repercussion of like somebody like you know accosting me or you know like saying that i shouldn't do that or um yeah so that's that's good to see the freedoms and entertainment and um women artists being able to do more of what they want to do because everybody should be able to do that. So, yeah, no, great pick. Definitely. Yeah, so um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, I'm sad because you picked great artists with a great, great combination. You know, um, Charlie XCX and, and Sam Smith, the both British. So we just worked today, that it's in the situation. I'm sad because she just got married, like November 29th, 2023. <laughs> Um, so that kind of took her off the market and can't nobody else talk to her type stuff. And, you know, I'm very sad about that, but, (laughs) um, I will say that those two singing on this particular track, both linked their unique voices to it. Sam Smith, of course, is like one of the ultimate crooners that have come out in the past 20 years. And Charlie XCX is one of those that usually gets on top of industrial pop tracks. Um, but she definitely lent her voice a little bit softer to this type of situation. It's a chill vibe. It's, it's definitely one of those songs that if you heard, you know, chilling back, smoking on smoke, you know, sipping on a little bit of wine, just kind of in a relaxed vibe, it's going to be that and then some. Um, because it is all about vibes, but at the end of the day, like those are two artists that um, you wouldn't think would come together, but in actuality, they make a perfect tandem to come together. So that was a great pick in the situation. I'm glad they put that out in 2023. It just led to the uniqueness of 2023 and how uh, everything flowed um, and how people, you know, really didn't, um, people that you really wouldn't think that would work together would be the perfect tandem to work together. And this is, this is a good example of that type of situation. So I'm glad that you picked this and glad it was pulled out. Cool. Thank you. Um, so I guess we'll we'll move on. Uh, so Damon, what what did you pick? So my second pick was uh, Madonna, and I delete like Pink. We've seen my wife and I have seen um, Madonna uh, to her years. I, I guess it would be maybe like fifteen years ago. Um, we've seen her like two or three times. Um, definitely like one of my wife's favorite artists. I like Madonna's older stuff. And I think, um, I appreciate, I can appreciate all of her music, but one of her first, uh, albums, uh, songs was a uh, lucky star. And I picked the, you know, the, the USA, uh, remix, the U S remix of lucky star. You must be my lucky star. Cause you shine on me. 
it's a little bit longer, but I think it's um, it's it's got a good sound, and I think that she's doing that, like basically re-releasing a lot of her stuff because she's got so much material um, that she's she's re-releasing like everything in different increments and singles, and she did like three releases for Lucky Star. Uh, definitely one of my favorite songs from her. One of you know one of the originals. That's old school Madonna. Um, and yeah, you can catch her uh, on tour. Her tour right now. Her tour um, was supposed. To, we were supposed to see her already, but she ended up getting sick. And one of the things that uh, I guess like happens when you're when you're touring and you're out there, um, you know, doing your thing after the age of 60 and she's definitely doesn't look that uh, I think one of the things that happened she, she she had some work done she had some plastic surgery done a little bit of her face I don't know about the rest of her body but she works out all the time this is like like pink you know she's the choreography and dance that goes into their their music a stage presence the state you know their touring shows like live music is what these artists are about they're not studio artists although they they're just fine with that. Um, when they're on tour, they're they're giving it 150. percent So I think mixed with like what she's doing, her age, and just uh, complications with getting the reversal of the plastic surgery, she didn't even look like herself for a while. We're talking about Pink kind of looking older and um, or being older, but looking. I think she looks great. I don't think she's had anything done. Madonna. Is older than Pink, but she's also in that. Uh, like I said, they both do like a lot of like stage work, a lot of dance choreography, um, and they're going over the top now. Twenty twenty three is breeding out a lot of tours where they're they're kind of like competing in a way. If you don't give it more right. than the other artists that did their tour, they had the show last night, you know, in Dallas, and then you got one in New York City or whatever, like. You know, and everybody's talking about the show that Pink did uh, and, and say they're on tour at the same time. You know, like Madonna's going to want to, you know, she's she's uh, going to want to give it even more, you know, so she can not not necessarily compete in a bad way. But, you know, to keep to keep that going, to keep the vibe right. going. But, uh, yeah, I know it's uh, it, it's it, it was definitely scary. She almost died. And then her uh, one of her assistants was there and she like totally saved her life. Uh, I woke up. She didn't know where she was. And she talks about it a little bit on her tour. Um, but uh, yeah, she looks, she looks great now. She's doing great and definitely uh, see, see her on tour if you can. I mean, if you can, if you can get to a show, I know they extended the shows in Austin um, another night because it was doing so well. And we ended up getting a ticket. Otherwise, we wouldn't be going. <laughs> and I think she's uh, doing. It's like a. It's a Europe tour and a, and a U.S. tour, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, and this is called the Celebration Tour. So, okay. so unlike Pink, that had a new album, and, and you know she also was on tour. Madonna is on tour, and she's re-releasing. I wouldn't say new albums, but kind of, but they're re-releases of all her stuff. So. Uh, definitely really cool. She's doing that. I'm glad she's doing better. Um, didn't look like, didn't look like herself for a while. <laughs> so not to say that, you know, she's any worse and she got a lot of flack for that. And that kind of pisses me off too. You know, it's like, come on, let her do her thing. But, uh, yeah. So what do you all what do y'all think of that? Uh, the remix of lucky star and the U S version and the other versions are pretty close. I like the U S version. Yeah. It's got it's a little bit longer, like I said. The beats are pretty cool. Um, they did change it up a little bit with the beat. It's a club remix, club style. But the original song, for sure, is my favorite. I just thought it was unique that uh, she was re-releasing stuff like that. So, yeah, no, no. it's all good. Um, sorry, I'll go ahead and hit this up. So, um, it's kind of a cast twenty-two, right? I do love the fact that Madonna is touring. I do love the fact that Madonna is still out there. I do love Madonna for being the queen of remixing herself. She is the queen of reinventing herself. 
There's never been an artist that's been able to reinvent themselves as many times and as really many different adaptations as Madonna. Everybody pales in comparison. Let's just put that out there first and foremost. Um, this last iteration that happened before she got sick, that was kind of a scary run. She had you know, the, the gold grills in the mouth or the silver grills in the mouth. Um, the platinum grill, excuse me. She had the BBL that was done. She had the breast lift that was done. Like she had the facial work that was done. Like she was not the Madonna that we grew up in love. And of course, when somebody is 65 years old that's got four kids, you don't expect them to be the same type of individual that they are. Right. Um, with that being said, like you said, it did get her sick. It did get her to a situation where she almost lost her life because she was doing a lot. So, Take key, she switched it up. She got rid of the BBL. She got rid of the breast implants. She got rid of uh, a little bit of the culture that was done in her face. Um, she still kept a couple of the grills, but only the top half. Bottom half is still looking pretty shiny as far as the whites go. Like she's she's gotten back to the Madonna that she needs to be. And yes, she's still always going to be avant garde. But with that being said, she looks a hell of a lot better than what she did a few months ago. And I'm just putting that out there for real because at yeah, one point, yeah. 50 Cent was clowning her. A couple of other artists were talking about her, not wanting to be around her because she was doing too much. She was going along the road of of trying to be hip hop star slash Madonna star, and Madonna has always been a pop star. But there's never been, and we're not trying to put a cap on her. There's no no ceiling to the limit to which she can go. We know she can go there, but is it her best look going there? That's subjective, right? Um, for me personally, this song, this remake was a great song. It brought me back nostalgia. It was a great feel. Um, it's great for her to still be going on tour and still doing her dances. And her Instagram is still blowing up with all the individuals that, you know, are looking for her and looking to be in the show. I'm glad that they were able to cop tickets, uh, you know, in order to see her. And hopefully she's able to, to fulfill everything that you need to be fulfilled. She now looks like somebody that is finding her own lane and what she wants to do and how she wants to do it. And it's working for her in this stint of her life versus what it was a couple of months ago. A couple of months ago, it was not a good look. You know, a year ago, it definitely wasn't a good look. But um, I think she's taking a second a step back to to reevaluate what's 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 responsible for her, what's best for her, what's best for her family, what's best for, you know, the kids moving forward and how she can still be an icon within the music industry. That is enough within itself because now we are here today, gone today, but Madonna is still around. So I will always give her those props and I will always love her music. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. And I, I liked it a lot. I'm not sure that I, you know, I, I know Madonna's hits. I never really, um, you know, listened to a whole album, but like I know her hits. I mean, uh, when I first, remember hearing Madonna was back in the nineties when the Immaculate collection came out. Like that was the album that like everybody bought, like everybody seemed to me like everybody oh, owned yeah. that CD. Um, and right. so, uh, this was just really cool. Uh, it, I liked the, the 80, 80s vibe, but with the new pop, uh, club mix on it. And the, the music video was really cool. Cause it, I watched that and that was her younger dancing that the dance moves, you know, weren't total eighties, you know, they were kind of modern dance moves. Um, uh, but that music video, I could definitely see that being one of those music videos that y- you would wish you had the VCR for, uh, cause just like uh-huh. pe- certain people would, you know, pause risky business to see certain things. I mean, I'm sure if you pause that one, right. You could see some under boob. <laughs> cause yeah. it, I, I'm just oh, you saying, had to go there. You had to go there. Uh, I, her whole I, career. It has come to that comes down to under boob. Okay. I, I I'm just saying, you know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I'm probably yeah. for Underboot too, but I mean, if it shows up cool, I'm not going to, you know, I, I, I'm i there for the music. If I get yeah. a little Underboob, I, you know, if that's what Taj wants to call it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. No, it, but for it, a Cher's Turn Back Time video, that was like, that was my thing when I was a kid. I, I loved the tattoo on the ass and all, you know, that was like, <laughs> She was my girlfriend in my head when I was like eight <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, I think I remember being able to have a little crush on Madonna too when I was a kid. But yep, 
So. My video was like a virgin. I was like, oh, yes. When she came out with like a virgin, it was yeah. it was great. When she came out with you know, uh, girl's best friend diamonds, that was great. When she came out with justify my love, I was like, oh my god, that was like peak Madonna, justify my love. Yeah, that was that was like the risky, uh, you know, yeah. The, the sex book came out or something like that, or yes, it was the sex book, and it was her being naked on her video shoot. It was a supposed sex tape. It was the whole nine of Madonna that was just like, uh, and she was in movies and being naked in the movies, and it was just like Madonna was sexy. Let's not get it twisted by any yeah. means necessary. Madonna can get it any damn day of week. But she, yeah, she's a huge, a huge actress for sure. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So let's let's not get it twisted that Madonna is just a musical artist. No, she's always been on the um risque type situation. She's the one that brought in Vogue. She's the one that brought in um a di- countless different styles and deliveries and and music that everybody can cherish over the years. So. For her to still be out here retouring, to still be out here doing her dances and still be pushing like the, the button of what she can do and, and the threshold of where she can go, that is just a testament yeah. to Madonna's Madonna's um you know reprieve. Like she she does not give up for nobody and she's not going to. And I don't expect her to, and I respect her for it. So you got my vote. Right. So okay. Uh, so I guess we'll go and move on to our final pick. Uh, Dietrich, what did you have for us? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm still vibing that shit in my head. So sorry. I had to get that out of my head. All right. So um, I remember I was talking about bringing up new artists, right? Mm-hmm. This is an artist that is not necessarily new because they've been around for a couple of spins. But um, they, their album right now is definitely turning heads because of everything that they're doing. They're from the South Bronx, um, but they don't sound like traditional North uh, East Coast rapping. Like they, they definitely have stepped up their game from where they first came out. Because when they first came out, they were talking about scam rapping, um, but it's a whole other situation. For those who don't know, I'm talking about Lil Tecca, and they are on. He is on tour with his Tech Tour, um, TEC Tour, um, and um, but this particular song that I chose for the actual chart is Little Tecca, 500 Pounds. Okay. So Little Tecca is a scam rapper that came up on the late 2010, 2000, or 2015 type situation. Um, he was one of those that came in the game. I was basically talking about, you know, stealing people's money, credit card scams, um, any kind of internet scams, any kind of things like that. And people weren't really taking him seriously because he had all braces, he had, you know, the, the skinny glasses, he was the nerd in the back of the class that you would not think was hard by enemy. But with that being said, he had a couple of jingles, a couple of songs that came across the fold and definitely um, was able to keep a, a, an image along with the young crowd when it comes to hip-hop. Here he is, 2023, he releases his third album called Tech, or T-E-C, uh, which is basically uh, his expressive album. This is where he's no longer talking about scam rapping, he's no longer talking about getting over on people, he's literally talking about love, he's talking about you know, the effects of people being around him that aren't shit, that shouldn't be around him. And mostly he's talking about trying to find himself within the music. And this one particular song, the album released in September, but this one particular song released in July as a single and has been blowing up the damn charts. Um, it is a song called 500 Pounds, where he's literally within the song talking about him trying to come to grips with him being a celebrity. Um, his girl is mad at him because he's always in his phone, but he just, she doesn't realize that he's got him in his phone. That he literally, he's holding his most social media accounts down. He's holding down his artist, uh, artistry and what he's doing in his music. He's holding down, um, his events and his tours and what he's got going on and his different situations. And he's making money outside of town and he's literally being that protected artist that he's supposed to be. And he understands now that he has to take up that, that fold. And that in itself is a breath of fresh air because not a lot of artists are out here recognizing what they are doing to the, to the younger generation. 
So he's now starting to realizing his place amongst the music. And for him putting out this particular song, the beat itself is fucking bananas. It's crazy. It's got the synthesizers going through, the bass is going through, it rolls through, it hits your heart. But then him and his speech is actually grown up from where it was before. He knows how to hold his melodies. He knows how to put everything together as far as the sound. And for me, I'm bigging him up because, yeah, he's going to be coming to Austin in April, I believe. But, but for the most part, he's actually put together a whole album of something that you can listen to. And it's not just a bunch of bullshit about trying to fit into the industry. He's actually taking his own lane and how he can figure out his place amongst the industry without having to go with all the, the regular regular role that's out here in the world today. So that is a breath of fresh air for 2023. This is uh, one of the best years for me, 2023-wise, because I got to see the reassertions of individuals coming out with their own style, not following the pace of somebody else, coming out with their own music, not following the sounds of everybody else. And on top of that, actually bringing their own style of of, of of rhythmic truth to their music, which is a breath of total fresh air for me. So what do you guys think about Little Tekka, 500 pounds? Be your honest selves. Don't, don't try to pull back any punches. Let me know what you think about it. Well, I, I mean, it was, it, I liked it. it. I, I think I missed the, the, the rhyme and the lyrics behind it, which is interesting. Cause I think I got caught up in, in the vibe of it. Um, mm-hmm. and I did watch the, the music video and, and you can kind of tell the music video is one of those I feel is, is kind of like filmed on a budget. It's like, I kind of feel like what they did was they Airbnb the house and then they're like, all right, we got a weekend to film this. And, and like, they picked like a really nice house. Although it, I do kind of feel like at one point, cause he's standing there in the dark drinking I, I keep waiting for the light to turn on and his nana to be like, what are you doing in the dark? <laughs> just, just calling him out. like. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, other than that, like it's, it's really good song. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. Like it, you watch it and, but yeah, I, I think you had made a, a comment before that, that like, the, the song's called 500 pounds, but he's probably <laughs> sub 100. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's like yeah. 98 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it, it, it's a really good song. And, and yeah, I can see from what you said, I can see why you wanted to shout him out. Like he's a really good artist. And so, yeah. Yeah. I think <clears throat> so. Like uh little, like how many artists go by little, isn't there like a ton? Is that a new thing? 135. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like he's he's got like I, I I'm glad to hear that this is a new sound for you. That you're bringing that to the to the podcast, which I I love that. So thank you for doing that. Um, I believe he's actually touring here in Austin in February. And uh, yeah, and and Tate McRae is actually touring too. Just in case anyone wanted yes. to know, it. she's going to be here in July. So. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's going to be at Emos, which I think is interesting. The old Emos was really cool. And then the new one on the East Downtown, it's, you know, if you've never been to Austin, listeners, it's it's not like, it's not necessarily like the East Side that you would think it is. The East Side no. usually are like, okay, that's probably like a weird part of the town, but it's overdeveloped now and all that. Uh, they moved, I guess, like a punk rock uh, venue is what I used to think of Emos. Um, and like an emo style music venue, uh, which is getting older and older now, which is weird, <laughs> uh, over to this newer, bigger place. And, um, yeah, I like it, but to, to see someone like him there, that'd be cool. It's a big, it's a big place and a, the sound is great. Um, yeah, I guess like his, his sound is, it sounds really good. Like I, I like the chill vibe in that song. Um, yes. And I think that, you know, a lot of new stuff that I've never heard of, like, or never heard that you brought to the podcast. You know, I really appreciate that. Like, it's, it's just opened up my eyes to a new style of music that I, I really love, actually. Like, like hip hop and um, music like that and rap. That's not all you listen to, <laughs> but that's, that's something that you know a lot about. And I know more about now but i still know don't know a lot about 
the artists and it, it's a whole world. And I think it's really cool. Um, yeah, this, this might be, uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody I might check out. So maybe we can get tickets. I don't know. But already. yeah, and he's definitely not 500 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, not by no means. No, 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 no. Well, cool. All right. Uh, well, that was it for our picks for 2023. Uh, anything before we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, I'd love to go ahead and throw in this with the year of uh, representation of hip hop, uh, top 50 years. Oh, that's going, right. Yeah. yeah, going into hip hop. And that this, this was a celebration amongst celebrations um, just for a genre that wasn't seen to go past five years. For a genre that wasn't seen to be taken seriously for anything, hip hop has definitely set the curve for what's in here in the world of a lot of artists from country to rock to pop to orchestra to all over the place have been influenced by hip hop sound. And for me, it takes a special place because while I wasn't out there in the Bronx when you had DJ Coolhart going through and, and being the creator of the scratch and, and the breakbeat and the whole nine, um, I feel like I was a part of hip hop, especially coming up through the MTV era when they first started showing hip hop songs and when they first started showing BET on songs and, 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 and being a hip hop head himself. Um, I definitely can appreciate the genre for where it's come and where it's about to go. Um, what I don't like is the stallness that came in over the past uh, five to seven years where everybody was definitely sounding like everybody else and there was a, a, a industry type sound that was getting pushed out there to the masses. 2023 was man, one of the best years for me because I've seen uh, so many artists that have come out with their own sounds, so many artists that have come out with their own different renditions of what music should be. Um, and you don't have to listen to the, to the industry rep saying that this is what the next hit is, you can actually form that for yourself. I've seen, excuse me, so many artists that have come out of the woodwork that you would not believe to be or have that much skill, and yet they've actually performed and proved themselves to be wordsmiths. Um, I've also seen, you know, a different uh, genres that have come into the fold that have actually pulled a little bit of hip-hop into their mix. Um, and now you see a little bit more of an edge in the music that's coming out, but also a little bit more of the truthfulness is coming out as well. Um, there was a time, point in time where you literally could not understand what somebody was saying because they were either drugged out or, you know, they just had this drag sense of the verbiage of what they were coming out with, and that was the new sound. But then it kind of evolved. There were there were songs back in the day that people couldn't like and couldn't dance to, or there were songs back in the day that that folks were literally just dance tracks and, and they weren't meant to be serious. Hip hop is never meant to be the one that's been serious about um, it's, 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 it's great creativity, so to speak. Um, but I have seen a reassurgence in those who have come out and, and actually, you know, stretch that era of what it's supposed to be. And I just love to see, you know, the J. Coles and the Kendrick Lamars and, and the Nova Scotias and, and the whole um, different genre of, of music that's coming out right now with artists that are in the game and they're actually forming their own lanes and what they want to do and how they want to do it. And even give props to the drinks of the world. Those who don't necessarily be considered all the way hip hop artists, but they've crossed over so many different genres that you cannot deny, um, their type of, of lasting and what they've done. So, um, for me, it, being a hip hop head, being a DJ, being all that kind of stuff. I love listening to new music. I love listening to old music. I love listening to everything that's out there. And this has definitely been a year of everybody coming out with their own style. So I want to give a shout out to all the artists that have come out, that have kicked kicked the industry in their balls and just said, we're going to do what we're going to do. And, you know, I love it. And I I hope that 2024 has so much more to bring as far as that, um, as far as new artistry and new music and new sounds. And I can't wait for it, man. I really can't. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I just want to, I, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, this has been a year. Uh, it's been a year for good music, good tours, uh, like we've been talking about in this episode. Uh, a lot of, a lot of good new music coming out. Um, albums, you know, that, uh, were probably recorded over COVID and stuff like that are coming out now. I've heard a lot of that actually recently, which I think is pretty cool. 
And I think it you know, brought out a lot of creativity in artists. Uh, we've lost a lot of people. So um, salute to them, hats off and uh, pour a drink, you know, however you got to do it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, uh, yes, let's remember you know those people for sure and how they've changed our lives and, Music to me, you know, I've always said this like on the on the podcast, like live music's my thing. Um, music keeps me going, and uh, you know, I hope you all keep listening to us because we're, we're we're growing with the music. <laughs> we always have something to talk about because there's always something new. Um, yeah, so 2023 has been a good year for I think music and for us at Choice Tracks, and uh, we hope to grow it into the new year uh, of 2024 and you got a couple days left so if you want to celebrate this weekend uh maybe check out a live show i know that might not be easy to get into or it might not be cheap but um if you can that might be a, a good way to celebrate and be safe but uh yeah uh, that's all i got <laughs> no i i mean yeah, for sure. I mean, we want to thank you for listening to Choice Tracks. I mean, we you made it two years. We're still going, um, you know, and we have we have more to come. We're not uh, keeping this up anytime soon. I, I think we still got plenty of music in us uh, to, to share. Yeah. Uh, some surprises, some not so much, but you know, it, it'll it'll be interesting for sure. And and you know, it's the the enjoyment of this is to, to be able to share music, talk about it, you know, learn new things every once in a while, you know, and, you know, it, but yeah, it's fun. We're the fans. We're the fans too. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. this is perspective from fans. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's what makes a lot of art. That's what makes music, you know, popular, right. Without the fans, it's, there really isn't anything. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's just the band, and we're not the man. So let's let's go ahead and keep it that way. <laughs> hey, while we're on that subject, word of mouth is the greatest piece of advertisement that we have. So pass this along to your friends. Pass this along to your associates. Pass this along to people that you don't think will listen to us. Just, just share the wealth. Wealth is love. Share the love. We are out here for y'all. If y'all have anything that y'all want us to talk about, Anything you want us to go over, reach out to our social media platforms, reach out to our email, reach out to us, because we are here for y'all. We are the fan, like like it was just said. And if anybody wants to promote, um, you know, Choice Tracks and what we're doing and how we're doing it, the best way to do it is share it with a friend. Share it with somebody that you know will enjoy the music that we're talking about and enjoy the topics that we're talking about. Because we're saying nothing different than what you say in your living room. The only difference is we're being recorded. That's the only difference. Outside of that, we are sharing your topic. So if you got anything you want us to go over or want us to try to give a word on, now is the time to reach out. Not just because it's the end of 2023, but because we're going into 2024. We're doing nothing but up. So catch us while we're going up so you will be along with the ride with us. And so you will see exactly how much your word is important to us because without y'all, we're nothing. You know, we're just guys that like to talk about music on the microphone. But with y'all's support, we will be guys that like to talk about music on the microphone for the masses. And that's exactly where we want to go. So give us a shout out. Give us a heads up. Give us a like or dislike. We don't care. Just give us what you think about what we're doing about share your interest in what we're doing or your distrust in what we're doing. Let us know what we can need to work on because we are not perfect by any means, but we want to be perfect for y'all. So y'all are the listeners. Y'all are the ones who have the control and the vote. And we definitely want to make sure that y'all are heard because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we are here for y'all. We're here for ourselves too. Don't get it twisted. We love this shit. <laughs> Well, we are here for y'all as well. So right. give us a shout out and let us know what you want to do, man. One hundo for sure on that. Yeah. Already. So. Hundo? <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I'm, 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 I'm just here to give Todd shit. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> the dad jokes and the booty talk and all that. Right. So, yeah. I, the underboob. Was it underboob? Underboob. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying. <laughs> on the boom. Know. Hey. I'm on the boom. I'm out. I'm just saying. That's all it is. Live music yeah. does does uh, sometimes bring crazy underboob <laughs> festivals, yeah. whatever. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I, yeah, thanks for listening. Twenty twenty three has been crazy. Uh, um, hopefully not in a bad way. But yeah, appreciate y'all. All right. Well, I'm going to go and sign this out uh, for the last time in 2023. Uh, this has been uh, Choice Tracks. You can find this on our website of choicetracks.com or email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end with a Z. Uh, we have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. And we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. I'm going. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Damon. And I'm standing on business. I'm Dietrich. And we're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those toy tracks. Peace out, 2023. Get up, you bitch! <laughs>